In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Somebody may have told you years ago that you needed to draft a quarterback early in your fantasy football draft. That if you didn't grab an Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady, an Andrew Luck, that your fantasy team would not be as good. Somebody may have told you that you need to get a premier quarterback in the first four rounds instead of drafting a second running back or wide receiver. Well, I'm here to tell you today that it's not necessary to grab a quarterback. Actually, It's better to go against what your draft league does. They might mock you as they take Aaron Rodgers in the third or Tom Brady in the fifth round and you're sitting there grabbing your third wide receiver off the board. But I tell you that I have a dream. Nope, took it too far. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito. My name is Jeff. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Dale DeMott, the hardest working guy in fantasy football. Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! Okay, well, I can't can't stop saying what's up, Dale. What's up, Dale? (laughs) I asked you... You can follow us at Eat Sleep FF on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. Just search for Eat Sleep Fantasy. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, also joining us is Wade Green. What's That's hard on? for me to say his name. Uh, behind the glass, help helping us out. Uh, not really sure what to call him yet. Maybe uh, you guys can help us figure out a name for him because he's not quite an intern. Um, call him Kenny. <laughs> and but he's, help, he's helping us out. Yeah. Yeah, really, he doesn't do anything, and we don't pay him. So, um, it's it you is what it is. Don't pay me. Anyways, you're oh, you're getting paid. How am Trust I getting me. paid? Uh, today, today we're talking about uh, quarterbacks and running backs, kind of doing the same show. Um, oh, you see my Eat Sleep Fantasy T-shirt, five star garbage. Um, you guys are not repping ESF very I mean, well on our video podcast. And this guy's Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. Anyways, uh, for people listening to us and <laughs> for people listening to us and not watching us, uh, I am the only person wearing an Eat Sleep Fantasy T-shirt while we record. Uh, you can find us on YouTube if you'd rather watch us and listen to us. Um, so today we're going to talk about wide receivers and running backs. Um, I'm mean, sorry, wide receivers and quarterbacks. Um, they can, they're kind of interchangeable. We'll talk about both a little bit as we go on. Uh, before we get started. Uh, I want to talk about Christian and his ever-loving obsession of fan, uh, Amazon, Amazon.com. Um, what did Greatest you do today, Brito? And it is. And Jeff Bezos is probably the most genius uh, tech guy on earth. I'm guessing. Um, anyways, uh, what what's going on on Amazon that you wanted to rant or rave about? Uh, first of all, this story was a very distant second in the story that I wish was being told right now because Wade apparently did something at his wife's birthday that we can't say on air. Um, but I really want to get that out of him. So we're, (laughs) we'll try that for next episode. But, uh, Amazon, 
Well, first of all, I got a little notification when I logged in today. I never get these sorts of notifications, but it just said, uh, so far this year, you've saved $500 on shipping. Uh, keep in mind, that's just shipping. And uh, it said underneath, you've uh, also saved yourself over 80 trips to the store. So so you probably spent over $10,000 on Amazon this year, and it's not even June yet. I don't line. Okay. Right. Anyways, so... This is where I think, you know, how you're going to have Dale's garden time. I think I need to have like Amazon tips. Yeah. And Amazon needs to pay us. It doesn't matter because these Amazon tips pay for themselves. All right. Okay. Give us a hack. Here's an Amazon hack. hack. All right. The other day, and I've now done this three times. All right. It varies on on the amount. But if you're a Prime member, you get two day shipping for free. Right. Pretty cool. But what if you want one day shipping, right? What if you want that that shipment right. the next day? Usually, sure. there's an upcharge for that. If it's a small item, it's three ninety nine. If it's a medium sized item, it might be five ninety nine, seven ninety nine. I ordered a very large uh, printer, fax combo, like one of those machines that does everything for business. Um, sure. And to upgrade to one day shipping was twenty four dollars. So uh, okay, Not um, bad. I've discovered that. Anything you ask Amazon for, they give you. So I opened up the little chat. Hey, is there any chance I can get the one-day shipping for free? And they gave me the credit to do it. That has now (laughs) worked three times. I just ask and they do it. See, that's, I mean, that's crazy. You know how many companies will probably do that if you just ask them? Like, I don't, I mean, Amazon is, I think, ahead of its time anyways. Um, I think that's obvious, but... Um, that's crazy. That's pretty awesome. So I've got I got two questions with that. One, or this is more of a statement. Hopefully, nobody that works for Amazon listens to the podcast because you just completely blew Ruined the chances it. of getting any more free one day shit. No, Amazon Good loves point. me. First of all, second of all, <laughs> we just did an entire segment on how much I love Amazon. Come on. <laughs> and second of all, if somebody calls up to the podcast and starts asking for free shit, are you going to give it to them? Is that person you, Wade? Because <laughs> that depends. Because I feel like you'll be the first person. It's, it's going to be just Wade with a mustache on, and he's going to change his voice. <laughs> yeah, free shirt, please. <laughs> Is this Wade? Uh-oh. It's Kenneth. Anyways, um, so you won't have any garden time for me today because we wasted too much on air time with Amazon. So maybe next time, I'm sorry to the people who were looking forward to Gar- Dale's garden time. Um, probably next time I will have some good good tips for you. Just just the tip. Um, no, no, no. That, that, that's a terrible, terrible joke with a capital T. <laughs> uh, oh, also I wanted to say uh, we didn't – we opened the show with a motivation – uh, speech right. by none other than Christian mm-hmm. Brito. Um, I thought that was brilliant. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and uh, there's like a motivational video to go along with it. So um, if you're looking in for that, uh, that should be uploaded by the time you listen to this. Also, we have, if, should we plug everything that we have or are we just going to like release one thing at a time? I'm really bad just at this. Plug like eight things. Okay. Just do some sort of tease. You're terrible we at teasing. Oh. A D- DJ Kitty is. Should we hire someone just to be like our hype person? <laughs> just stand in the background. 
like whenever we drop like a fantasy line yeah <laughs> look we uh we went a little crazy on fiverr a couple like a month ago and between me and christian and armando we probably spent hmm, 150 to 200 dollars on fiverr 150 dollars. <laughs> so we have uh charles barkley joining us soon um we have dj kitty no 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 knucklehead we gotta get that sound for sure um so anyways uh Man, so many exciting things coming up. I'm just like really excited to uh, share with everybody our draft kit. Uh, go to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Just uh, sign up for our draft kit on the website, and it will be released June 3rd. Um, kind of pick that date out of the air. Um, we'll be the first version of the draft kit June 3rd. Um, so pay attention and follow us or do whatever you got to do to get the draft kit when we put it out. Um, we'll automatically send you updates and all that good stuff too. Um, all right. Thank you, Dale, for that information. No problem. Um, are we covering any news today, folks? I just asked you that in a private message so that you wouldn't do it on air. <laughs> okay. So we are not covering news. Um, if you want to have any new news, new news, if you want to have any of the latest news, you can get that on eatsleepfantasy.com. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get right into talking about quarterbacks. Can we do that at least? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess let's talk about the number one quarterback taken overall. Um, Mike Glennon seemed like it was going to be his job to run away with in, uh, in Chicago. And uh, the Bears decided to move up and get Mitch Trubisky uh, from UNC. Um Pretty crazy. I heard that Mike Glenn was actually hosting a draft party <laughs> watching this, and he said, quote, uh, I feel cheated on. Um, so that, mm-hmm. that kind of sucks. Uh, what are your thoughts on Mitch Mitchell? Um, I think he wants to be a little more grown up, so we got to call him Mitch. Um, what What's your feelings on him? Where do you see him in Chicago? What's going on? It's it- not a very good offense. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a bad offensive line. They're going to try to run the ball. He's going to be put in a lot of terrible situations. Their defense is bad. They're going to be, uh, it's not like the 49ers are any better, but they're going to be this year's 49ers. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna suck. They're going to throw Mitch Trubisky into the fire. They're going to throw him into the Wolves. And, you know, he'll have a few good games because that's the NFL now. There's a lot of passing, and he's bound to have a few games and a couple of matchups. I'm, you know, yeah. but uh, it sucks for him. Yeah, I mean, but it sucks for him, and it sucks even more uh, <laughs> that you would get supplanted when you just decided to sign a uh, a contract there. Um, yeah, poor Glennon. Well, I mean, I mean, Dale, you know all about being cheated on, but I mean. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's not funny. He, no, that is sorry. not funny. Um, I mean, he has Cam Meredith is probably gonna be his number one target next year. Um, and he's a decent passer I and mean, he had over 60% completions on intermediate throws last year at UNC. Uh, not horrible. Um, he did have more than I think 90 or 95% of his passes were in shotgun, uh, in that system. So we'll see how that translates to the NFL. I'm not crazy about him yet. Um, he doesn't really have that many weapons. I mean, with Alshon Jeffrey gone now, is Jordan Howard, I think, is going to be the star of the offense if there's any stars at all. Right. All right. Uh, next guy, uh, let's talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, 
Do you have anything good on uh, old good old Pat? Drafted to the Chiefs. Uh, it looks like he is going to, uh, I guess, take over Alex Smith's role. And he didn't. Alex Smith Eventually. wasn't lighting up the world. Do Do you expect Alex Smith to not start any games this year? Aside from injury, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just this is just the. We're just gonna have him wait and develop. It's it's gonna be a it's a one year thing, right? Um, if if they can get uh, Mahomes, Mahomey, my dog, <laughs> Patrick, um, if they can get him ready for next year, uh, that's the way that should go. Um, the Chiefs were a playoff team. They'll probably be a playoff team again, um, but they have realized, and I think truthfully so they're not going to get above or beyond that hump yeah with alex smith um i don't think you can get beyond uh the first second round of the playoffs with alex smith as your quarterback it doesn't matter how great the team is around him and that team has been pretty good for several years in a row but right. you know eventually i think mahomes is just going to be the guy that they'll try to groom yeah. um i don't Love quarterbacks coming out of schools like Texas Tech, where they just try to throw the ball a ton and and like try to put video game numbers yeah. up, and you're never really sure what exactly that means. Well, um, that, that, that's why I thought it was so interesting getting Mahomes. Was he seems like I'm not going to say complete opposite, but you know he's a long thrower. Um, you know, being used to seeing Alex Smith dump it down, uh, you know, four to five yards at a time. Patrick Mahomes is very aggressive. They. They are the op. They are the quint. Yeah. Mahomes to me is like his. He's like Blake Bortles, right? He has the physical skill set, but you you're worried that he's going to make a ton of mistakes and just be terrible mm-hmm. and not really, you know, be the guy you want him to be. But he has the arm and the physical talent and the skill set. But I don't know if he has anything beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mahomes- yeah. We'll see. He's, he's going to be surrounded by a good team. So we'll see in 2018, you know, if they actually allow him in 2018 to be the starting quarterback. I, I think he he's set up for success, in my opinion. Yeah. It's the opposite um, with, with Trubisky. I think Mahomes is going to be in a situation where he's set up for success. He's able to, you know, take a little bit of time, learn that offense, learn that team, learn that playbook, and then come in when he's ready. And that's exactly what a guy like this that has all the physical talent to do so needs. Right. What were you saying, uh, Wade? I, I like the pick for the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Mahomes is going to benefit the wide receivers more than he's going to benefit QB play. Because like you said with Bortles, he's going to make a lot of mistakes. But those long balls, you know, if you have uh, a wide receiver, if you have Tyreek Hill, and you get just two touchdowns for 50 yards out of him, then Hill's stock's going to go through the roof. But those two touchdowns for 50 yards is going to come up. at an expense of three interceptions for Mahomes. Dale, what am I about to say right now? <laughs> he said rough. <laughs> Why'd you say rough, dude? What? Why'd you say rough? What are you talking about? I think that's like a northern thing. There's- Oh, through the, we, we through, say through the we, roof. We say, yeah, the roof. The yeah. roof. <laughs> I saw Christian Whatever. just like go blank. <laughs> he said, "Rough." All right, 
the the next uh, the next quarterback I think I'm most excited. I think the most fantasy relevant who's going to help you win uh, more. Most fantasy relevant for 2017. Or like most uh, fantasy I'm sorry, relevant rookies. for dynasty rookies, rookies, I think, rookies. I, okay, rookies. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because I think going forward, Mahomes is is like the guy with the most potential. But he he's a, he's got a very wide range of outcomes because he could be a total bust yeah, as well. Right? But I think he has the most physical like arm talent sure. to go with a good situation around him. Um, but you know that's not it's not going to come to fruition in 2017 at sure, all. Sure, sure. Um. So the guy I was talking about, Deshaun Watson, um, former Clemson quarterback, former champion, uh, NCAA champion. He's technically still uh, drafted, the champion. I guess so, yeah. Um, drafted to the Texans. I think a really good um, fit for him, although, you know, uh, Coach Bill O'Brien is still saying, hey, you know, we're going to check and, you know, it's the competition, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, they drafted this guy in the 12th pick overall in the first round um he's going to be starting i think he has a great opportunity with um you know obviously deandre hopkins and you know that whole offense uh good pass catching running back and lamar miller um cool stat that i read today he was sacked just 32 times over his last 1100 dropbacks in college um that's pretty impressive um so what, what do you guys think about Deshaun Watson going forward this season and in Dynasty moving on? So he's an interesting guy, um, and he's the one guy that I think I've probably looked at the most just because all the hype surrounding him when he came out of his uh, sophomore season because he had a great year, and then he goes into his junior season and has, has an even better year. Um you know, 35 touchdowns, 13 interceptions uh, in 2015, and then 2016, 41 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Those are great numbers. And he's obviously a very athletic guy, um, and he can scramble. But what what's interesting to me is that he's better in the pocket. He's better under pressure. He's better in the pocket versus a blitz. He's He's more of a traditional guy in that sense because when he does roll out, when he does scramble, he's actually a worse passer. Yeah. Um, and so I think that if he can stick to those tendencies of not wanting to immediately roll out and wanting to immediately scramble, again, he didn't necessarily feel a ton of pressure when he was there at Clemson. But when he did, he was really good at it. I mean, um, <clears throat> versus pressure... He ranked 11th in the nation. Um, these are adjusted percentages uh, versus blitz. He ranked eighth in the nation. But he, when you're talking about um, in rollout passes or scramble passes for rollouts, he was 25th in the nation or scramble passes. He was 35th in the nation. So he's a guy that traditionally it's because he's black. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, so we immediately associate, OK, that guy's a good scrambler and he's going to run the ball. He's Cam Newton. Yeah. He's Russell Wilson. He's. But I think if he can if he can develop into a pocket passer, he's got all the ability to do so. Yeah. And he's got a yeah, he's 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 silky smooth when he throws the yeah. ball. Yeah, I mean he had nearly 500 total yards of offense with uh, I think eight touchdowns against Alabama in his two two bouts against Alabama in the championship games. So uh, he he's a good uh, clutch performer. Uh, you know he can play in the spotlight, which obviously you need playing in the NFL. So I'm excited to see him. Uh, how early are you drafting him? I mean, he's still, you know, in the, you know, bottom, I don't know, bottom half 
of quarterbacks in the NFL for sure drafting, but dynasty leagues, right. of course. You know, but if it's in dynasty yeah. quarterback, he's the number one for you, yes. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. All right. I guess the last guy I want to talk about, uh, well, there's two people I guess we can kind of talk about. Um, Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, the, other, the, the other thing about Watson is, again, um, he, he's not great when there's there's issues, right? If there's too much pressure, if his reads are not there. But I think he's set up in a situation, again, this is another good situation for him, where he's going to have a pretty good O-line. He's got very good weapons around yeah. him um, that he's he's set up for success. Yeah, yeah he is. Immediate success. Like, I'd be, I'd be surprised if he doesn't have a pretty decent rookie year, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so the other Deshaun of the draft, but spelled differently, Deshaun Kaiser, uh, he was picked in the second round by the Browns. Um, Poor guy. Well, a lot of people, you know, were saying the Browns did the right thing. You know, they, they went for the best player available, not necessarily just grabbing a quarterback like they've done in the past. Right. Um, Kaiser seems okay, uh, quarterback from Notre Dame. Um, big arm, um, you know, very strong guy. He could throw the ball a mile. Uh, what do you guys think? Big everything. <laughs> what do you guys think about him in Cleveland? Uh, I, think I don't know. A, what, what's happened? What? I think he's a good college quarterback. I think that's all he's ever going to be. And okay. the main factor Oof. for that is he's going to the Browns. And and this yeah. isn't, you know, the, your typical, oh, the Browns suck, your your career's over because you got drafted by the Browns. But they just, the Browns can't pull their head out of their ass when it comes to a quarterback. I mean, we've seen that with, what, 26 quarterbacks over the last 12 years or some astronomical number. It, I'm not, if he does great, good on him he, he is a he's a good quarterback but I just don't think he's going to have any success in the NFL year one I mean if he develops down the road you know maybe he'll be the the Tyrod Taylor in five years comes out of nowhere and hey he's a decent starting quarterback now but to to start it off start your career uh, with the Browns and you can say they've got you know all these offensive and defensive weapons that they added in the draft He's he's just not gonna he's not gonna make it in the NFL. Why does his player comp have to be another black guy? Ooh. Why do we have to turn this into a race card? <laughs> so, okay. You could have just said you you just did it with the last guy. So <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you this: uh, out of the quarterbacks that we talked about, Trubisky, Watson, Mahomes, Kaiser. Um, I, it looks like the Texans wide receivers benefit the most from this draft. Is that uh is that what you you guys thinking? Well, yeah. I don't think it's that much of an upgrade. Never mind, it's Brock Osweiler. Um <laughs> you never want to say you're going to get a huge bump in wide receiver production with a rookie. Yeah. Right? I think the Texans have not changed what their MO has been over the last three, three, four seasons now, which is they're going to be one of the top five league in, uh, teams in the league in terms of run-pass splits. They're going to be one of the top five teams in the league in terms of how often they actually run the ball and how many rushing attempts they have. Um, so expect Lamar Miller to get a ton of work. 
along with uh oh god rookie guy uh what's Come on. his name somebody spot me here uh, 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 okay, okay, i don't know these guys uh, names uh, yet uh Dante. Dante uh, foreman. Freeman, uh foreman 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 yeah, yeah. foreman thank you <laughs> all right between the three of us we can get this <laughs> yeah. name all right Danta, Devonta, Foreman. I got it. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It's Red Foreman (laughs) from uh, that '70s show. Yeah. All right. Um, And he's going to get some work too. I I think um, I wouldn't be exceedingly optimistic for the wide receiving core, um, but it's definitely anything, anything, anything is an upgrade from Brock Osweiler. Right. I think Lamar Miller is actually going to be the if you single out any player that's going to benefit the most from getting one of these rookie quarterbacks, it's going to be Lamar Miller because when Osweiler came under center, the defense knew he wasn't going to throw it to one of his players or Lamar Miller was going to get the ball. So it it came down to that with having Watson back there. You have uh, more of a dual threat quarterback than Osweiler was. And now you have to run contain. You're going to have to actually watch the pass and look out for Lamar Miller in the backfield. So, and like you said Man. earlier, he's a he's a really good pass catching back too. So I think he's going to benefit the most. You, you feel that, Christian? Do you, do you feel do you feel that? Wade's bringing the do I feel what? Wade's bringing the heat today. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Muy caliente. I hate when you do stuff like that. <laughs> I really do. Like, it gets under my skin. Do you feel that? What the fuck am I supposed to feel? <laughs> All right. Uh, so just to kind of finish up these uh, shitty quarterbacks that were drafted. Um, I, Wait, what? Nah, um, That's not nice. Actually, I think it's a pretty decent quarterback class. Actually, yeah, it is. It's a good uh, one. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Um, um, I mean, we have. I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's anybody great, but I. I think there's plenty of, you know, guys who are going to be starters for, for years. I'm kind of liking Deshaun Watson, like, just because how good he was, you know, in the championship game against Alabama, which is the closest thing to an NFL defense that any college team could play. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> well, you know. This is an NFL and, show, so I'm going to focus on NFL. <laughs> uh-huh. But you could see you could see Houston being trying to emulate like the mold of the Cowboys last year, right? Where it's kind of building yeah. the role for Watson the same way they did with Dak, where it's not a lot of throws, but it's the right throws, and he's got exactly what he needs to have, which is great weapons on the outside. Of Lamar Miller is not Zeke, but you know he's he's a pretty talented running mm-hmm. back. I think oh, yeah. it's a decent decent offensive line. It's not the best offensive line in the league, but it's pretty decent. They have a very good defense. Yeah. Um, so I I think it's going to be for Watson to not lose games, yeah. and that's going to be sure. his role. He's going to be sort of a mm-hmm. game manager this season, and he's going to be set up for success. Yeah. I think. Okay. I think they're going to be a playoff team. I do too. Again, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I I think. I'm not making that bet again like I did last year. I, that was a mistake. Well, I mean, I'm going to be talking a lot about the Titans uh, this podcast um, because I I I like the Titans a lot this year. Um, it's going to be the the probably the closest division in the NFL again. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh, just above average teams. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's going to be three nine and seven teams yeah. decided by <laughs> tiebreakers, and then the Jags. 
three and thirteen. All right, let's move on to the wide receivers. Um, oh, you forgot a quarterback, Dale. You forgot a quarterback. We gotta talk about. We gotta talk about C.J. Beathard. Okay, so, you're right. We do. Uh, drafted by the 49ers in the nope. third round, 40th pick overall. Um, is he is he ready to take the role in San Francisco? And uh, I guess I'll, I'll shoot it right back to you guys. Uh, what what are you thinking here? So I've actually i've I've watched him. He's in the Big Ten, and that's my you know main conference that I follow for college football. My wife's an Iowa fan, so unfortunately, I had to watch him play 11 games this season. But as far as C.J. Beathard goes, he is a he's a very durable, rugged, and rough quarterback. Um, I've seen him play games where he has pulled hamstrings, he's hurt him, his shoulder, and he's come right back into the game and performed at you know top level to try to get them those wins. And he's is he got the best arm out of the QBs we've talked about? He doesn't. Does he have the best legs? He doesn't. Um, but I think he's got the the best. Um, what do you want to call it? Mean or, or median, if you will, the average. I'm busting out some That's, statistics. I kind of felt like you were going to go that way. I I, I thought you were going to say something different, but go in that general vicinity. He's got the best. Man, like you know, like he's a guy, right? I, um, I, 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 think I mean, he's gonna I, do I, good in in Forty ers Yeah, I mean, just to add on what you were saying, uh, you know, he like he's gonna do good. Like he's gonna support. He's gonna, support local he's gonna do well. He's gonna do well. Yep, yep. He's gonna do. He's gonna do right, good. I'm sorry. <laughs> he played in a pro style offense uh, in college, so that helps. Obviously, coming into the NFL, uh, completed fifty seven percent of his passes from outside the pocket. Um, so take that as you you know as you will. Um, he's decent. He's he's okay. I, I think he'll be good for the 49ers. Throws the ball like a baseball. He just throws it like flat and hard and flat and hard. I like where you're going with this. All right, wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I, I don't think Wade likes the silence. Nope, can't handle the silence. We gotta learn. Oh, we gotta teach Wade to just let things sit. And it's hard. It's hard. It's it's tough to uh, it's tough to let that silence go. Okay, so uh, it's flat and hard. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! So I've been on one podcast. This is my second one. Being on one podcast, I already have a stalker on Twitter. I have people actually getting my phone number and texting me critiques about the podcast (laughs) and silence is one of them. And then I have somebody else who actually stole his dad's cell phone to get my number to text me to tell me that you pronounced Perrine's name wrong. And I said that going in (laughs) and I'm probably saying it wrong. Okay. But there's a city right by where I live called Perrine. All right, and I'm gonna call that guy Perrine until he comes on the show and corrects me. Uh, all right. Also, I gotta you guys handle this next part. I gotta go back through our tweet mentions to say some of the stuff about uh, Wade Stalker. Oh, Jesus. That he mentioned. Just gotta, all right. Uh, just need to go through. So this just real quick. going through the wide receivers right now. Um, I think it's a really good wide receiver class. I think a few teams really upgraded. Uh, I think a few teams quarterbacks really upgraded. Uh, I'll go with the first um, the first wide receiver taken out of the draft, 
was Corey Davis out of Western Michigan. He was picked by and the, best. the Titans. Uh, I th- I don't think there's much um, I don't think there's much debate that he's that he wasn't the best wide receiver uh, in this class. Um, I mean, the dude is a beast. Um, I guess some of the some of the knocks that they say that his route running isn't great, um, but if that's the worst, I mean, I guess he can work on that. Um, what are you guys thinking about uh, Corey Davis and what he's going to do with the Titans? How does that pan for him, and how what does that do for Marcus Mariota? I thought you were going to stop with the, what are you guys thinking about? And I was like, I was thinking we need to bring back the suck in my own dick drop, but that's totally irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm still looking for this tweet, so you can handle this part. All right. So Corey Davis actually went to uh, Western Michigan where I graduated high school right down the road. So to see him make the NFL kind of tugs at my heartstrings, but the, the dude is a beast. As far as him being the best wide receiver in this class, um, I was going to touch on this at the end of all the wide receivers, but I do want to bring up um, some interesting facts, if you will. And these are not fun facts. Before you do that, uh, Wade, quick question. Do Rolos and underwear at tech school mean anything to you? (laughs) Uh, Are we going to get into that right now? What uh, I, I got? Yes. Yeah. Now that he mentioned it, so uh, we are not. The okay. stalker on Twitter said that we uh, we need to ask you about Rolos and underwear at tech school. And that guy's name is Nick, and you could follow him at Duke of Worth. Now, if you want to take this to a third level, right, and you want to stalk Nick and start sending <laughs> him weird tweets, feel free to do that. We can just totally turn it on him. Please but, do. So beware, because like stalking a stalker might be like weird. All right. So this was a little over ten years. It was about ten years ago. So bear with me in my um, my younger years. There was a guy that lived across the hall from me when I went to tech school, and he uh, he was kind of the uh, the goofball that we all kind of picked on, but he took it pretty well. So one day I went to the sporting goods stores like dicks or shields or whatever it was and i bought some um if for the hunters out there you use like a scent to attract deer or whatever you're hunting well they had one that smelled like fox urine so i bought some fox urine Mm -hmm. i soaked the underwear in fox urine and i melted some rollos in the underwear and hung it on his door so the, we knocked on the door. He came out to see who it was. There was nobody in the hall. And, I, you know, obviously I was back in my room and everything. And the, uh, the running joke was that he, you know, if there's shitty underwear on his door, you don't come in. You know, like the tied condom or the, the tie on the door. No, no, no. That, that, that's a terrible, terrible joke with a capital T. This is a terrible joke. It wasn't a joke. Wait. This is a terrible story. Story. Oh, you asked gosh. for the story, so I told you the story. That was the worst story right. ever told on Eat Sleep Fantasy. You are now... We need to do a separate segment where we ban Wade for periods of time. <laughs> Wade, you, you... Right now, we need to have like a little clock on yeah, the screen. Can you five, do this, Dale? Yeah, yeah. Clock on the screen, five, five minutes. minutes. Like, Wade can't yeah. talk for five minutes. Yeah. All right, starting now. now. Okay. All right, so uh, right now, it's just... Christian and I uh, on this podcast, Wade is banned 
Um, anyways, let's get right into Corey Davis, the Titans. Actually, I kind of let's talk about. Also, Wade was a bully. That's not. Yeah, nice. I know. That's like kind of just mean. It's like what I do to you. <laughs> it is something that I think you would do to me. Um, I I guess I wanted to bring up Corey Davis too. You know, talk about the Titans in general. They also got uh, Ty Taywan Taylor, which is really hard to say when I'm thinking Tyrod. Um, but they got a really good receiver. In what are you talking Taylor. about? Taywan Taylor. Hashtag Toolman Taylor. Yeah. Ty- Taywan the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, they got those two fairly decent wide receivers. I mean, Taiwan, Taiwan was, is pretty highly ranked uh, as far as this class goes. Um, and they also picked up a tight end in the third round um, to help out Delaney Walker. Um, he's getting... He's getting pretty old. I don't know how long, how much longer Walker's going to last. I mean, obviously he's still a beast, but um, they're gearing up and they're really trying to help Marcus Mariota build an offense around Marcus Mariota. I'm really excited about Corey Davis. I think he is going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Um, I really, really like him. Uh, you have any thoughts on any of these guys going to the Titans and what it means for the Titans? Uh Okay, so let's do this piece by piece. What it means for the Titans, it's great for them as an offense, right? Because you feel very often with the Titans offense that they're a little bit limited. They they wanted to have that, quote, exotic smash mouth offense last year. And that's kind of exactly what they did with Murray. They just kind of kept running the ball and running the ball. Um, you worry a little bit that they're never really going to develop into a prolific passing team when it comes to Mariota or you don't, you don't worry with that. I don't, you don't worry. Do you worry that he's not able to make that step into becoming a guy who's passing the ball for, you know, 4,800 yards ever. Right. But then, then he's, then he's what Russell Wilson. I don't think it's great for the wide receivers. I don't think it's great for Corey Davis. I, I think it's much better for Mariota than it is for Corey Davis. I yeah, I know you just said you love Corey Davis, but they, they're a team that likes to spread the ball around. They never seem to really have a true number one. Maybe Corey Davis comes in and be, and, and becomes that guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna base myself off what the Titans have been over the last couple of years, which is distribute the ball, and you never really know who it's gonna be outside of Delaney Walker. Look, we we really tried to do this wide receiver stuff here. Um, but we are in preseason form and, uh, we may not have given 